This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Keegan. I'm Christina and I've got something to share with you guys Great. that um, I haven't read, but it is an article in Stylecaster. Dating red flags each zodiac sign is most likely to ignore. Mm. I feel like I'm going to have my feelings hurt. Mm. I just feel it in my heart. Okay. Yes. Already ready to debate. Oh. Okay. Me first. Okay. Yes. You first. Aries first. Aries. Hot and cold. Admit it, Aries, you love the chase. You may act like you're too cool to participate in the primal mating dance of dating, but you know you're turned on by the idea of winning someone over. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That's mm-hmm. absolutely yep. true. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So therein lies the rub because it's also why you have a tendency to keep chasing someone who's giving you mixed signals. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, that I will tell you there. They made that movie It was based off the book. They're, they're just not that into you. Uh-huh. That was made for people like me <laughs> who were <laughs> like, they will be, but like, no, it's not even that. It's like, I'm just getting mixed messages. He says he doesn't like me, but then he acts like <laughs> he's so nice. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? No, I mean, I feel like you do that in friendships too. Like where you're not like, oh, with, no. not, not with me, but oh my just God, like, is there something you guys have to tell me? You like to win people over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you like to win over friends too. I do. Where you're just like, I, I do. I love people. I want, yeah. I want as many people around me as possible. Yeah. I just want to surround myself with all of them. Yeah. I do think that you think you can make somebody like, you're like, mm, give it, yeah. give it time. I, I'll, I'll win you over. Oh yeah. I've actively mm-hmm. gone into situations where I was like challenge accepted. Exactly. Yeah. It's a competition. It is a hundred percent. It happened with me recently, not real recently, but like a while ago in, in at wor- a work thing, not on my current job, but this person like was like I was working with like kind of my partner in crime at work or whatever mm-hmm. and, and we he was like we gotta meet this distributor he just don't be upset he loves no one he hates everybody he's just this is just his his he's just really gruff mm-hmm. you're like, like I'm gonna be the exception <laughs> I am gonna be the exception and yeah. was I yes <laughs> and does he still give me like recommendations on things and like that's the thing too it's like oh that person likes you oh you must be great at your job mm-hmm because he likes no one. Mm-hmm. So then it's helped me big time. Well, the reminder to you okay. is <laughs> that you deserve better oh. than someone who turns an innocent chase into an exhausting marathon. Oh, So okay. just remember that like, if you're trying too hard, just it, let it doesn't go. matter. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I'm up next actually mm-hmm. for Capricorn. The red flag that I ignore is <laughs> they never talk about the future. Oh my God, it's you. You Capricorns pride yourselves on being providers and protectors because being able to show your crush a good time is your highest priority. Mm -hmm. However, because you can get so caught up in laying down the groundwork for a long-term relationship filled with growth and potential, you may forget to check whether your crush is truly on the same page as you. Oh my God. I I feel like you've grown out of that a little bit. You are you fucking crazy? No, I, Did she she was like giving Eric the like biggest and Eric is like I'm going nowhere. We are gonna get married. But the yeah, but way, he, he he it was 
funny. I don't think Eric ever didn't had a problem no. talking about the future with no. you. I mean, you guys no, moved never in had a problem. so quickly. Yeah. Like, I feel like he didn't have it, that issue. I feel no. like you have had that issue before. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. I feel like dating and with your ex-husband, definitely. Yes. Like, you were like, I'll yeah. take care of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. plan our future. Don't worry. <laughs> you just it. sit there. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I definitely um, am done with people that are just along for the ride, making yeah. me do all the work for our future. But yeah, yeah that is 100% uh, I still feel like you like to be in charge, though. Like oh. I feel like you like to be the person yeah. who's doing the planning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is why I think it's Eric mm-hmm. is a great, yes, m- most perfect person for you. Going. First of all, the engagement in and of itself, because you were literally giving him crap about like, well, guys should do this, and even that, you got to <laughs> prove that you're like really into it. The the, the proposal was the most perfect proposal for you i've ever (laughs) heard of in my life yeah yeah but then too like he also is like somebody who's happy to give you the reins when you Mm -hmm. want when you know yeah yeah you know what? but what's great for me is that like he's also happy to take take them as well which i've never had i've never had somebody that that is happy to and expects to take some of the burden which is great yeah yeah all right, you ready? Partner? Ready? Get I, I roasted. I, I'm gonna. Wait, wait, wait. I know I'm what's gonna. Your, what's your advice column? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What does it tell me to do? It says, bef- uh, Capricorns, before you give your crush the world, make sure they're actually ready to receive it before <laughs> yep. you're left in the end exactly. with nothing. Exactly. Aww. That's true. And listen, <laughs> I am ready to be roasted because I know, I know they're coming for you. They're. <sighs> Yes, Pisces is is the most delusional sign of the zodiac. So I know that they're coming. They're mm-hmm. coming strong. Pisces, the red flag that you ignore is that all their exes are crazy. Oh, oh. I actually don't ignore that red flag. <laughs> I don't. Oh. Empathy is your middle name, Pisces. You have a tendency to fall for people who are deep, complex, and somewhat mysterious or emotionally wounded because you prefer your intimacy to involve healing. Broken baby birds. Yeah, it's true. Um, that that's. But you know what? That's the old me. The yeah. new me is not yeah. like that anymore. The new and improved Keegan. Back in the day, that would have been true. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, they, you know their ex just really hurt them and they're damaged and they just need me to come in and and help them out. I'm different. I'm different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Pisces, if you're dating someone who's extremely wounded by their prior relationships, remember these no doubt lyrics. I kind of always knew I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. I hope I hold a special place with the rest of them. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Ow. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Shit. God really dang. spicy. Wow. Yeah. No, I think I definitely did that a lot in the past. Nowadays, I think if somebody tries to tell me, I, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but like if somebody is talking shit about their ex in front of you or all of their exes are crazy and like mm-hmm. they're open about saying that to yeah. you or insinuating that that's the case. Huge red flag. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I, I would run now, but yeah. definitely when I was younger, mm. benefit of the doubt city. over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For everyone else, we've got Aquarius. Uh, the red flag they ignore is being isolated from others Okay. Um, because they're a person of many contradictions. They love being alone and feel most confident when they're independent. On the other, you love socializing, partying and making new friends. Mm-hmm. So Aquarius, you need to uh, know this red flag all too well because it always lands you in a lonely place when your relationship ends. Mm. So 
careful about that. <laughs> Sagittarius, you ignore the fact that they're a bad influence. Oh, oh man, yeah, that that's tracks. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. That really does. That hits every Sagittarius I know. You know, I feel like if sad I feel like if the zodiac signs were drugs, um, Sagittarius would be cocaine. Like I feel really? like yeah, I feel like mm. Sages are like it's mm. cocaine off the steering wheel. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Capricorns Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to get shit done. Yeah. Oh and my god, Pisces, it's so Pisces true. would be like shrooms. <laughs> oh totally. Oh my god, I think Aries is Valium. No, that's what we need. <laughs> oh, not what we do. What we are. Okay. Uh, no, it's like ecstasy. Like- You're like ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, you just want to dance. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? Molly. She's yeah. like, wow. Honestly, you could be cocaine and Sagittarius could be Molly. You guys could switch. Yeah. Same, Interchangeable. same vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Scorpio's red flag that they ignore is uh, your partner doesn't share the same values. Oh, that tracks. So yeah, when your heart is set on someone, it's hard for you to set it on anything else. Oh. Scorpio is not only romantic, but incredibly stubborn. That's a water mm-hmm. sign. Yeah. 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 Libra, they ignore love bombing. Yeah. Because oh, they're like, wow. I deserve it. <laughs> wow. Know, like, they're like, this makes sense. This makes sense. With I this love love. love. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, yes. That tracks. all yeah. makes sense. Virgo. <laughs> Shit. Of course, my rising sign. The red flag they ignore. They're a fixer upper. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We love a project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo, the red flag ignored is they don't make you a priority. That's, that's, yeah, that's, I can't imagine that they're not the love bombing ones. Like to yeah. me, I'm like, I can imagine them being like, of course you yeah. love me, obviously. Yeah, yeah that, that does. Yes. Uh, yeah. Odd one for me. Remember, Leo, you are the sun and the sun doesn't require anyone's approval to shine. I feel like most Leos I know wouldn't tolerate not being (laughs) first place. Not being first place. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Hmm. Um, cancer's red flag. They, uh, the partner snoops and constantly checks in. Woof. Ooh. Yeah. You're highly sensitive and intrinsically kind zodiac sign cancer. Mm -hmm. That's why you often fall into the trap of dating someone who requires a lot of reinsurance. Yes. I can see that. Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, Gemini red flag is they're bad at communication. Not Gemini's being bad at it, but the red flag. Interesting. Cause they're like, I can talk it out of you. (laughs) I can, I can find out. We can get this. Taurus. Uh, they, uh, red flag is they put you on a pedestal. How is that a red flag? Well, I mean, I guess if you're, it would be a li- yeah. yeah. I feel it's like a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. And then yeah, that's that's the dating red flags for each zodiac. I feel wow. I feel roasted. Yep. Yeah, I do too. I definitely think I'm I'm I've outgrown that. That makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. I've grown as a person. I don't think I would tolerate. I think I respect other women so much now like so much more now yeah than i did in my early 20s whenever That's right. i really had this mentality of like women are supposed to be fighting each other uh, all yeah. the time that yeah. like I, I respect women so much now that if a man is talking shit yeah. about women he's Fuck dated you. i'm like mm. it's you, it's you. side with and the woman. common you, common denominator here and mm-hmm. if you can't and this goes for everybody like not yeah. just men myself included like if you can't accept 
responsibility yes, for, for a relationship going south. Like exactly. it That's takes a two huge to tango. Red flag. Yeah. It takes yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I think that I pl- fell victim headlong into the cool girl Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Like I definitely, it wasn't even that women were the enemy. It's just that like, I just kind of was like, I'm a cool girl. But and I'm most different. of my friends yeah. are guys. And yeah. I only hang out with guys and I just have a handful of girlfriends and I'm like, but I'm only friends with those people now. I'm only friends and I'm still friends with almost all the girls that I hung out with. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, yeah, I think mine is the most toxic of traits in that for the longest time, the only people that I wanted to date or w- had romantic feelings for were... The ones who didn't? No, oh. not the ones that didn't. The ones that were already in a relationship oh. or taken. Yeah. I was the worst of the worst. And I think it's... But that's just a, has a lot to do with you not wanting to settle down. Correct. And where you're at in your life. Well, yeah, I mean, that was a lot of my my early 20s. It's something I hugely regret. Like, who wants to... And I don't think I've talked about it either on the podcast. But, um, yeah, I was a, a big into that in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And it had a lot to do with me. I just didn't want to... Subconsciously, I think I didn't want somebody that was available. Uh, available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, happy to I, grow out of these really mm-hmm, terrible early yeah. 20s habits. I actually habits. feel good about that list because I feel like all yeah. three of us are like, you know. Past that. Yeah, for will, the most part. I will say that, like, I I know people with that trait, too. I have, a, I have a guy friend who I think really fell into that trait. And I think that it was like that person also wasn't themselves emotionally available, but they also were like, they liked the... It was like a, a fucking pat on the back almost or like a you like could an win. ego. Yeah, yeah. An ego boost. Yeah. Like yeah. this guy's this girl's gonna leave her boyfriend because of me or you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or like they're gonna leave their relationship because of me. I'm like, that's not you know, that's not a bragging point. No, I mean, no, it's not. And yeah. and in fact, if it ever got to that point, like it You're felt like, like nope. it was close, exactly. I'm fucking out. No, no, not interested. It was really, yeah, it's something I, I left behind in Ohio, luckily, but yeah. uh yeah. I'm not a big pursuer in general. Like whenever I'm whenever I'm single, I'm not the one doing the pursuing. Like mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I hope I hope someone comes and knocks yeah, on the I door. Do. Someday. I'm just like, man, I, if if you're into me, speak now. Because yeah. I I mean I make friends and I'm good about like being sociable and like stuff like that, but like I I don't usually I have a feeling that if you ever plans. became single, you would it would have plenty of people knocking on your door. So. <laughs> I talked about this. Yeah. Unexpected. I know. Unexpected. All of a sudden you get some door. like, oh, guys reaching out that were friends with Tony. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just want to take you out for a cup of coffee. Just make sure. Let's see how you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Checking oh, in on yeah. you. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I never really, I was never really somebody who was like, I never had a game plan in place. Like I just never like, I'm going to set my sights on somebody and like, zero in you know yeah. what i mean I, I was a flirt but not like not oh, like yeah. that where i feel like if you're pursuing someone like you were saying Cass, like the person you know like that requires effort like that requires yeah. a game plan that requires like you yeah. if you're trying to win a relationship yeah, it requires you like putting forth. and i think that like also though once that like okay for example this person did end up like 
having me this girl came visited him in his town like fucking left his her girl her boyfriend and once that all happened he was like not interested anymore thank you yeah yeah i'm like wow because he's interested in the chase yeah Yeah. that's that's the thing to work out in therapy i i definitely worked out the reasons why i had those those traits like a mix of incredibly low self-esteem and all kinds of things, but yeah, yeah he was dealing with the divorce. Yes. Someone left him. Mm. So I think that he was, uh. I think if there's a deep seated, I think revenge thing that was going, that was right. an unworthiness too, yeah. probably yeah. of like, if you've been left, Oof. then you're just like, yeah, yeah I'm I, good enough. I'm good enough mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. person to leave their person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a yeah. lot, a lot of deep seated stuff there. But. Yeah. I think the older I get too, the more that I, I know, and maybe this is me losing a lot of my main character energy mm-hmm. uh, of my my twenties or whatever. I'll never let it go. Never. <laughs> Always the main character. No. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, where I I am more and more convinced that people live in their own worlds yes. most of the time, and like if if you get hurt, it's not on purpose. Most people are very consumed with what is going yeah. on with their own right. lives and their own heads. Truly. And I don't think that a lot of people, the majority of people don't set out to hurt others. No, I agree. I yeah. agree. I, I would true. say that that's true. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think that that's kind of a, an internal, an internal dialogue that's yeah. happening for sure. Yeah. yeah. We talked I, about this last week as well. Yeah. Like nothing. Per- I mean, it's not, it's usually not personal. Well, it fe- sure feels that way. It, it I'm can certain. feel like it. Yeah, it definitely sure does. Feel that way. Yeah. But, uh, I I I have that main character energy. I still feel like I I I carry that, but I am very happy to turn over a storyline within in my movie. There's a subplot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to, to offer a, you a subplot. I'm happy to have subplots in yes. my movie. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 My movie's got a killer soundtrack. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Good narration. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. wedding yeah. dress. Try on day is already a subplot oh, we're that so I'm excited. building. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nervous slash excited. I, I don't love, uh, clothes that much. We're trying them <laughs> on. <laughs> so well, you guys be are the prepared. best like hype team <laughs> yeah. to go with. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stoked. You know that we're going to just, yeah, you don't worry. Somebody, somebody's going to have to hold the phone for T-Con. I, so. what I'll tell you is that I have a feeling. Okay. You know, like how you in relationships, I'm like, everybody's perfect for you. And he's going to be the one. He's great. Keegan's like the, mm, I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> going to be the opposite for trying shit on. I'm like oh. Miss Truth Teller. Like, ah, it's I true. like it, but I don't really love it. And like, she's like, like, everything. Like everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything looks amazing. I'm like, that's not constructive. Um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Me, I'm like, oh, it's fine. No, no, I'll swear that. And that's the, I will never that. see that's why I'm that no. okay. See, this is where I think you were beneficial no. in the yeah. relationship punt, but yeah. I'm gonna be very beneficial in the bridal we need, dress hunt. I, well, but here's the thing. I am gonna need you to be excited about it. Oh yeah. Oh, like, I'm that, totally that's excited thing. about I'm, it. No, not about the process. I need you to be excited about the dress. The dress? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am gonna need you and I don't I care what it. it is, because I'm one of those people too where I'm like I think the reason why I'm kind of like everything's great is because I, I'm always so scared of I never want to mm. impose my views. I want to know what you think of it. I'm like, yeah. if you I'm feel read your energy fucking first. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because if you feel fucking gorgeous, buy the fucking dress. Like, yeah, I, you yeah, know, right. 
but I need you to feel it, <laughs> yes. see it, get your game yes. face on. Yeah, if yes. I see you walk out and you're already tearing up, it's game it, over. even if it's the ugliest dress I've ever seen in my life, it's the most gorgeous dress yeah. I've ever fucking seen. Exactly. Because you love, I mean, like, exactly. you're going to read that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to know. No, the yeah, energy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And honestly, everything, like, a, any dress is really about how you wear it, right? Yeah. Like, right. any of the clothes that you put on, it's all about the energy that you're bringing yeah. to. I mean, I felt that way watching Sex in the City sometimes, where I'm like, that outfit is objectively hideous. Right. But she looks fucking incredible because, yeah. like, that was the whole point of that character. Like, Carrie yeah. Bradshaw could pull Listen, off fucking anything. I love it confidence i did baby. i i did like the the bird the weird bird hat for I her did. wedding yeah <laughs> i did i love I, I thought she looked magnificent she was so great yeah like literally like there was very few things that i felt she did wrong i mean besides agreeing to marry oh, uh well, big right no yeah, i'm not I talking mean, about the character i'm talking about the clothing <laughs> yeah dude i mean and objectively like i look back on some of those outfits and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah. like they they most people would look insane yeah. if they tried to wear it but i'm like it's high fashion on I mean, bradshaw look at me i'm literally wearing like your outfit's great today i'm wearing like that outfit 15 is great. colors i mean they're all I, the same family yeah just, i just have never been um somebody that's uh i we've talked about it on the podcast before like if we all had to wear a uniform i would be so happy mm, like I if hate we it all so much. like had to wear just the same like turtleneck be, and pants i'd be like i'd be that person who'd be trying cool. to like break the rules in like a little way oh, like, i'm like too. painting my nails me? wearing red lips like hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, rolling ready up for my skirt our, and our future outfits <laughs> for sure. Ready? I'd be ripping off sleeves. And, you know, <laughs> like, hold on. Like, Look, who's designing the future uniform? Like that's really what it comes down to. Because I'm like, what? Like who gets to make the choice? Because I mean, you've seen all those movies, though. They're always like bland, shapeless, gray mm-hmm. unitards yeah, like for the most built part. By Ralph Lauren and I. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. If it's we like all Ale- look like Olympic. Can I have it like Alexander McQueen gets mm. to design oh. all of our all of our future uniforms? Well, and I mean, I'm like, okay, that's fine. He has passed, but yeah, but his team. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't been drinking lately. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a, a break for an indefinite amount of time. Uh-huh. Good. I've just kind of been like one day at a time until I feel like drinking again, and I haven't. So that's kind of just been where I'm at. But I have been trying to find things to um I still need to have something to drink. Mm. I feel like I'm just like... You're doing a lot of mocktail things. Lots of mocktails. Yeah. I'm making lots of mocktails. I'm also drinking lots of like um, sparkling waters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seltzer waters. Yeah. Right now we're having spindrifts. Yeah. I feel like I it's a, a real moment for seltzer waters. So you had like LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the OG the, king. Oh, Well, actually... Not even because like Perrier, Perrier, sure, sure, is like the, the classic, classic, classy. Yeah. But no, f- no flavors early on, right? Mm-hmm. You're just talking basic, basic mm-hmm. stuff, which right. like and so just like bubble water. When they came out with the lime, it oh was yeah, like, oh, oh, oh my god, incredible. Oh. Or pamplemousse was like that was oh. like the <laughs> Lacroix. But now you've got like we're drinking spindrifts, mm-hmm. which have like fruit in them. You've got like Waterloo's, you've got bubblies, yep. And I feel like they all say something very different like if you're oh. a perrier mm. girl if that's what you keep in your fridge yeah you are much more put together yes. than oh, yeah. i am you are successful you, you smell like luxury yes you have like a, like a fresh linen mm-hmm. scent yes yeah you. it's bright it's airy yeah yeah, yeah. you have white laundry mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah if you're Lacroix, it could be like you were a hipster, but now you work at a corporate job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Am I a LaCroix? I am oh, totally no. um, bubbly. 
Bubbly uh, but, makes me think of like LuLaRoe uh, leggings. Oh no. Bubblies are so good. They're so good though. But They're they so are good. the design and the name for Bubblies. Both of them make me feel like kindergarten. Like I'm like, it's yeah. so like It makes me feel childish. like Target. But they're yes. the best. The <laughs> They're cherry so bubbly they is are my good. Yeah, bubbly's great. Yeah, They're I really do love it. Best. But it's it mm-hmm. just is really feels like Target to me. Yeah. Spindrifts are sparkling water for people who can't do sparkling water because they have juice in them. Yeah, like they're just oh. like, they're very flavorful. Yeah, yeah. They're like we know that you don't want that. You don't want that whisper from the other room. Like yeah. you, it's the Betsy Johnson of, of <laughs> yeah. sparkling waters. It is. <laughs> it's gonna do like a back a back, back handspring yeah. into the room. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to struggle with a diet coke addiction in my 20s like where i was drinking like six to eight cans of diet coke a day they're incredibly i read an article about diet coke it's incredibly addictive like it's more addictive than regular soda when i stopped doing it i i got sweats um, oh my god! I got like shakes. an addict. Yeah, yes. the whole it's, it's thing. It's bad. Like wow. diet coke is actually really. When I had that withdrawal, that whole week was just a fucking nightmare. But the the way I got over it is because one of the things I love the most about the diet coke from the can, ice cold, is mm-hmm. how much it burns. burns. You want that it burn. burns your throat and mm-hmm. Lacroix. It does. Does the LaCroix same thing. Burns like a motherfucker. And it sure it, does. So yeah, I'm okay. I'm forever grateful to LaCroix for yeah. helping me kick my Diet mm-hmm. Coke habit. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, because I used to drink um just the regular LaCroix, like the yeah. ones that are just like the, the in the blue can that yeah. are just like just water. Ew. Yeah. And they are if you had that next to a Perrier, you would be like, this feels like acid and i mm-hmm. kind of liked it i, I do did. too yeah. it's like it was like pop candy it's like pop rocks yep. oh wow it was so so, so carbonated so yeah. carbonated mm-hmm. yeah um what has been your like favorite like go-to to get away from like so, for me i feel like if i'm trying not to drink but i want something that feels mm-hmm. like a drink mm-hmm. i'm kind of tend to go to like a tomato juice i love oh. tomato juice i have a great recipe for a virgin bloody mary which yeah. i've i have been doing on occasion but i have actually been making at night i'll do tonic water and then they have those like uh, those carbonated grapefruit things in the little bottles that are actually like mixers for booze but i just do like half tonic water half that so it's like super fizzy and then lime yeah, and I just and it's to me it's enough. I need that like ritual of making a <laughs> yeah, putting something like, together. Yeah, putting something together and yeah. having something on hand to drink. Yeah. yeah, all the time. I do a little bit of uh cranberry juice mm-hmm. and yeah. then like a a like tangerine mm. Lacroix. Ooh, Yummy. Yeah, that's a that really so good. good idea. I'm gonna go to the store and, and buy that. Makes it makes kind of like a bubbly like virgin. Cosmo, mm, I love kind that. of thing. It's good. funny because I think I love tomato juice. Something about it is very satisfying mm-hmm. to me. Like I don't know, like the flavor, mm-hmm. the it, the the weight to it. Yeah. And to me, that would be like if I was. Out, and it doesn't. It's not a very good looking drink to like. And there's nothing to because it's so thick and stuff. Yeah. When you pour it, it is yeah. kind of like a weird. It Just, is a weird vibe. But yeah. I, I, I do. I love. Um, I have been making those. I love a, yeah. a Virgin Bloody Mary. I like again. I love just like the process of mixing it. I'm like a couple shakes of celery salt, a couple yeah. shakes of pepper, some Tabasco. You know. I, I feel a fuck Mary kill coming on though. All right. Uh oh. Yeah. Are we gonna fuck Mary kill different sparkling waters? Okay. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, we definitely have to have LaCroix. Gotta add LaCroix. I think 
that you should have bubbly too bubbly oh, okay. okay bubbly and then i'm gonna i'm actually i'm gonna do we're gonna do perrier Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, three very different vibes. Okay. Here. Well, yeah. now we have to relate them to men or whatever. To people. Yeah, it's yeah. People. Yeah, and personalities. Like we said, Perrier classy. Yeah. Perrier, you know, plays plays tennis. Yeah. You know, old money maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Perrier is old money. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I feel I feel a very um, New England vibe. Hmm. Or, I was thinking Malibu or Malibu. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say one coast or the other. Yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely coastal. Coastal for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. You're on a boat. <laughs> if you're drinking Perrier and LaCroix <laughs> has a job, has a job. LaCroix does have a job. LaCroix has a job. LaCroix surprisingly spicy. You, yeah. You don't yeah. expect it. Yeah. He's, he's choking a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you're like, <laughs> you know, you're like oh, 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 I'm going to squeeze oh, just, just a little bit. A little bit. Like, oh, I don't oh, expect that. Okay. Yeah. Also the vibe is like, that LaCroix is LaCroix going to pull your hair. And yeah, you did not. You did not. Where the fuck did that come from? You're going right? to meet LaCroix in the bar. He's going to have like a beard and tattoos. and But then you're going to find out that he works a corporate job. Like that is the oh. type of person. Because I'm going to marry LaCroix. I already decided. <laughs> I'm into him. Because like the, the LaCroix can is so... 90s weird to me like yeah it's they like, look like hammer pants it's so weird it's so weird yeah yeah so it's got a lot of like energy but then it is in it's just the most basic i mean because it's just like it's in every break room every break room. Uh, yeah every break room you ever go into yep. there's Lacroix. <laughs> yeah you know so it's not really exclusive yeah but hipsters love you mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's definitely maybe like a tech company Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or you work with he works, me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you've definitely described my break rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and bubbly. Oh man. Man, bubbly Bubbly's, is a good time. Bubbly feels feels like down home Midwestern. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bubbly yeah. is bubbly is basic but fun. You know what I mean? Like Bubbly definitely. He's cool dad. He is. But he does wear New Balance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But Bubbly likes comfort. Okay. Yeah. Bubbly's not trying to be Mm -hmm. cool. Like he's just like. He just happens to be cool Yeah. He's just fun. He's just going to crack jokes with you. Yeah. He's not afraid. He's got dad jokes for sure. He's got to kiss the cook. Um, I hate that. Apron. Yeah. Definitely. In his New Balances. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a stable job. Yeah. You know, he's paying Holding the bills down. in the suburbs. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and and actually, surprisingly, good tasty. in bed. Yeah, yeah. yes, good surprisingly, and, surprisingly tasty. good in bed. I think is yeah. is bubbly. Bubbly would be. Yeah, a wide variety of flavors, which Fuck. you know, Perry is going to be the least good in bed. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. They're going to be bland. They're doing They've got nothing. two flavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're bringing nothing to the table because they don't have to. No, they don't have to. No, they are old money. Yeah, I they think don't we all know to. that we're going to get rid of. Perrier. <laughs> I have I mean, to. Perrier is secure. I mean, but it's regardless so of the fact that they do only have like two flavors, two flavors are pretty fucking great. So they are good. I for mean, one night and drinking it for the rest of your life, not so much. I will say though, the most reliable. Like I always know, no matter where I first of all, they serve Perrier. At like restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff like you can order that's true pay. that's true and they're always reliable like they're i'm not overwhelmed with flavors whereas like with a bubbly or a Lacroix, i might get a flavor where i'm like i actually really don't like that. Yeah. oh coconut Lacroix? Ooh, oh, no it's not interesting yeah. who is doing this it's <laughs> awful <laughs> like don't try that again buying it you like know? who's like that's my flavor no <laughs> Ugh, that's the yeah. worst it's like yeah no the it, worst. So, so some some flavors like i appreciate that they're creative mm-hmm. but 
we don't we don't like everybody's that. So, creative. Everybody's so creative, so creative. Yeah, it's so differently different i don't want that i so i do respect perrier that i'm just like i know what i'm getting mm-hmm. it's very reliable yeah. um it makes me feel classy yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna fuck perrier mm-hmm. i am mm-hmm. i'm gonna fuck perrier i think it will be a classy wonderful evening with one or two flavors mm. that that person knows that are going to be satisfying. Satisfying. It's, gonna be, it's not going to blow your fucking mind, but no. it's going to be, you're going to leave satisfied. Yeah. And yeah. having had a good time. Yeah. 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 Whereas, you know, sometimes with the, with the bubbly, you get something and you're like, uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't care for this. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. I, I feel that like more this. with LaCroix. Yes. LaCroix I feel like is, that more with LaCroix. is more they hit are, and miss for me as well. They're trying a lot. Yeah. It's, it's I think I know what I'm going to do. Okay. But I'll let you finish, Christina. What do you got? And then I am, ooh, I should marry Bubbly. Mm. That is the correct choice. Answer, right. Because LaCroix is giving me a little bit of like fuck a, boy a fuck boy energy. A little bit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. LaCroix wants everybody to love him real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, I got something for everybody. I, he's got one of those tattoos he's that's hot. like a forest on the like, oh, forearm. He, uh, yes. Yeah. He's, he's so <laughs> hot. He's so hot. But yeah, you're right. The the better choice, the one that's going to stick by you, that's going to be a good father, that's going to be a great yeah. provider is bubbly. Yeah. And there's still enough flavors that that's he's right. going to keep it interesting. That's Maybe right. a yeah. faux pas here and there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, marrying bubbly. That's so fucking responsible carrier. of you. That's so responsible of you. I I am going to marry Perrier. Oh. And here's why. I'm happy with two flavors. It doesn't take a lot to get me going. Mm-hmm. I just need, I like that stability. I love the luxury lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. into that. I feel like I can work with that. Yeah. I have a really creative imagination mm-hmm. and we've said it, we said it before. If they're that good in bed, you know, mm-hmm. like those are the, that's your twenties. You don't marry that guy. Yeah, mm. that's true. You know, yeah. and that's why I'm going to fuck LaCroix because mm-hmm. I probably already have. I'm going to try a few of his 31 flavors. Yeah. Some of I'm it's going to be good. Some of it's, it's you know, you some of it's it. coconut. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of it's anal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh. and, uh, and, you know, I, um, yeah, I'm going to, I am definitely, you're right. Fuck boy energy all day. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. Um, But I'm going to be friends with Bubbly, I think. Yeah, Bubbly yes. is a good, nice guy. I'm Cassie. I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah, I'm know. actually gonna do the same thing. I it look. I do. I think that. Am I certain that the marriage to Perrier is going to be? I don't think he's gonna lasting. cheat on you. I don't think so either. I think he's doesn't happy. seem. Uh, yeah, with those two flavors, yeah. it's like. But Lacroix is gonna fucking cheat on you. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that but is it's, the the it's, cheater sparkling mm-hmm, water. It is. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be fun it's it gonna is. be fun to fuck Lacroix. yeah so i'm gonna do that uh, yeah and i'm gonna marry perrier just because i'm just like look man yeah i feel like it is reliable it always makes me feel good about good myself plan. when i drink a perrier i feel good about myself mm. um oh, also yeah. i feel like there's a lot of like um a lot of time by the beach in my future yeah. like which i enjoy mm. um and <sighs> bubbly living in like iowa see bubbly i'm <laughs> like I, bubbly feels like <laughs> 
probably feels like Santa Clarita. Oh, and I'm God. like, I don't. You're fucking right. Want to end up Liz in L. the? I don't want to. You get a little bit of land. Yeah, you get a little bit of land, and you get a barbecue. I bet he yeah. really barbecues real well. Oh man, we're gonna come visit home, you. Yeah. Home like projects, Reno and oh, stuff like that. That's, yeah. It's good. Yes. I love this energy it's for you. It's going to be good. I will tell you, I'm not actually even, I, he will be a good dad. I'm not looking for somebody who's going to be a good dad. Me I'm not looking to have any kids. Me neither. So this is perfect for <laughs> so me. So I'm like, I'm good. Center of attention. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I'm not looking to have any kids. I already have two. <laughs> <laughs> anymore, oh, anymore is what I want. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't need somebody who's, who's going to be a good dad either. I'll come visit you <laughs> in the subs. You can be a good daddy to me. Wow, that was an incredibly spicy FMK. <laughs> Actually, I will not look at the LaCroix in my fridge no. the same way now, I think. No. So. Uh, that's why they're, I only order bubbly. They're all wearing Keep little beanies safe. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys only take five and we'll come back with stories? Yeah. Yes. Great. And we're back. All right, Christina. All right. I shall start us off. Okay. <laughs> a little long one, but quite good. We met at a sports bar trivia night. Exchange numbers. She texts a few days later asking if I like country music. Hmm. My, <laughs> the way Cassie and, hmm. <laughs> my spidey senses were triggered. Now, I do like country music, but old country music, Same. classic country music. Same. Not the country music that's played on country radio today. I can't stand contemporary country I music. I do feel like Same. you have to be specific. I think contemporary country music is fun, but I like pop music, so I don't have a problem with it. But like country music does run the gamut. You yeah, kind of need to be, you can't just be like, it's like saying, do you like pop music? It's like, well, what kind? Yeah. Or kind. rock music. Yeah, yeah like rock exactly. Music. Yeah. Do you like rock music and then you know the metal concert? <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh God. A lot of different <laughs> subsections. She said she had tickets to some country music festival that was three hours away that coming weekend. We just met at a bar trivia night, which means hmm. we don't know each other. Also, well we don't know. Means you don't have friends because the fact that you didn't have yes. like somebody you know makes yes. me wonder. I got a lot of sus. Three hours driving there. We haven't had at a, a festival and then driving three back. No, no, we have not sat down for like a meal together. No, yep. no. So she goes, or they go. I hate contemporary country music. I hate music festivals, mainly because of the crowds. And now we're going to combine those two things. No, you can say no. Just say no. When it was in the middle of a 100 plus degree heat wave. What is, no, say no. I would say no. And I'm fine with contemporary country music and I'm fine with music festivals. And I would say no in this situation. She said she already had the tickets so it wouldn't cost us anything and she would drive if I bought parking. I mean, I do love a bargain. (laughs) Yeah, true, (laughs) true, true. She showed up at my front door to pick me up about noon. She was wearing heels and some skin tight fitting tube dress like she was going to a dance nightclub, not an outdoor music festival in the desert. Also, we're changing when we get there, babe. Yeah. I'm not wearing, first of all, I'm not wearing heels in the desert outside. Yeah. Secondly, I'm not driving for three hours in heels in and heels a tube dress. And a tube, I am changing when we get there. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? We got in her busted up SUV and headed down the freeway. This is our first date and Uh we're driving three hours down, do the festival and three hours back home. That's a gamble. (sighs) Leaving town at noon, it was already 85 degrees. I turned on her AC and she tells me it doesn't work. Oh, we can only roll down the window. Time out. (laughs) You have to disclose that information before I agree to this. 
I'm not. Why did doing you say that. yes? Why are you here? Oh Why God. is this even a story? I, Why is this I, happening? How is this happening? <laughs> she must have been really pretty. Oh uh, God. Do you ever drive down the freeway? 70 plus miles per hour with all the windows down. It's like skydiving without the falling bit. As I noted, (laughs) we left town around noon. It's already 85, three hours to go. And the temperature's creeping up the entire time. No, 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 no. 90, 95, a hundred, like driving into a giant hairdryer. Oh God. We get down to where the festival was and find parking. It's 105 degrees. Why not? Why are music festivals always in the hottest places on earth? The desert. Always like temperature, the sun. $8. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We realize where we parked is a good half mile, at least from the entrance. She asked me to carry these two chairs. They weren't lightweight lawn camping chairs. These were heavy ass folding patio chairs with wrought iron frames. Oh no! What the fuck is happening? And she's in heels and about to walk half a mile in the (laughs) desert. I. This sounds really (laughs) terrible. Like. No, it's and I love, adve- I love adventure. I do, <laughs> but oh, torture. God. Only to get there to line. find out it's Georgia Alabama line or something. <laughs> We're walking along this path toward the entrance gate. She's slow and everybody's <laughs> passing us. I ask oh. if she's doing all right. She claims she was fine, but the heat was clearly getting to her. Oh my gosh, she's going to pass out. And she said her heels were killing her. Yeah, bitch. I Why'd bet. you wear heels? She tried to take them off, but the pavement was scorching hot. She oh. figured she'd buy a pair of sandals at a booth once we got in. Fair enough. These fucking chairs were not at all convenient to carry. It's 105 degrees at 3 p.m. and it's only getting hotter. We only we get into the festival. Immediately, there's a row of 24 porta potties baking in the sun without oh. shade. She says she needs to run into one real quick. That's fine. I wait with our patio chairs. <sighs> One minute, three minutes, Mm-mm. five minutes, 10 minutes. No. What the fuck Are happened with this girl? Finally, she comes out looking like a drowned rat. Yeah. Poor girl. I know it was a complete sauna in there. Yeah. Quite frankly, I was miserable and had zero desire to be there. I asked her if she was okay because she's not looking okay. However, she's adamant that she was fine. Okay. We're going past the booth after booth towards the main stage area that's still way off in the God, distance. Uh, no, what is I, happening? Look, I'm too tired for this. Ugh. I can't. We stopped momentarily and some guy working a booth that was actually an AC Delco racing battery themed RV says, Pardon? Hey, you guys want to come in? It's 60 degrees air conditioning in here. Absolutely. Do <laughs> we, I ever. We go into the RV and it was... Oh, that cold AC sensation you feel after being in sweltering heat for far too long. But this girl was looking like a ghost. She did not appear well going from 105 to 60. And that's not good either. No, I told her to wait in here so that I could go find us some waters. I head back out into the blinding bright heat. I found a booth that had cheap flip-flop thongs for her feet. There you go. I found some icy frozen cloth necklaces to put around Perfect. our neck. And I found a booth selling bottles of water for $8 each. That's right. Yeah, that's Talk. the truth. I mean, yeah, like this feels like she's, I mean, how old do we think she is? Like 21? Because I'm just like, what? I... This comfort is, is key yeah if you're going to a music festival you gotta like have you look water cute, if you flats, know it's over 100 water. degrees mm-hmm. yeah Heels, no. yeah mm-hmm. 
anyway, I go back to the air conditioned uh, RV. She's sitting on the floor off to the side and a couple old Vietnam era medics are tending to her. Amazing. <laughs> They're adamant she's having heat stroke or on the verge of it. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I-, I said to her, why don't we just head home and try this another time? Nope. She's having none of that. So she paid for the she tickets. She had the tickets for yeah. here. We came all the way down. She wanted to do the festival. So after about 45 minutes, she thought she was ready. The old Vietnam vets told her it was a bad idea. I told her it was a bad idea. Oh, no. But she wanted to continue. Back out into the heat we go. We make our way towards the main stage. The closer we got, the thicker the crowds and clouds of dust. Just outside the main stage area, there was a patch of grass that was packed with people, but just a tiny sliver. We could set our two patio chairs. It was slightly shaded and not entirely awful. After 10 minutes, she wanted to look around but not lose our spots. I told her, go alone, look at whatever booth she wanted. I could stay and save our spots. Half hour later, she found a booth with shorts, T-shirts, and was able to get rid of the tube dress. Mm. Now she wanted us to walk on. Grabbing the heavy cast iron patio chairs, we head to a second stage. There wasn't going to be an act at the second stage for quite some time. It's now 5 5 p.m., well over 110 degrees. She sees the schedule taped to the wall. (sighs) The act she wants to see plays at 9 what? Okay, here's the other thing. Get a hotel room. Yeah. Like, I am not going to a music festival. I really thought, I was like, maybe it's like a during the day thing when they said yeah. they're going to drive up and come back. But they left at noon. So they That's didn't late. get there till 3 p.m. That's right. late. So... That it's too late. Like, no, get a hotel room. We yeah. are not trying drive, to drive back. Drive back You're at like one in the morning at a music festival. No, no. Like, this sounds like some early twenties behavior. I swear mm-hmm. to God, no. Are you fucking kidding me? No way. I'm dying in this heat for several more hours just to start a music act, a contemporary country music oh, act. This why is are hell. You there? I'm with you, Cass. Yeah. Like, you should not have gone. Yeah. Why did you say yes? You to weren't this? gonna have a good time anyway. Why did you say yes to this? I don't know. Well, what do you want to do until then? She asked me. Go home. Can I go take a nap in the RV? (laughs) I said, I want to go home. I'm uncomfortably hot. You were just on the verge of heat stroke. This isn't fun. No. Okay, she says, moping. We start walking back towards the entrance gate. It's still another half mile. Then back to the area we parked. Get in her SUV that's been baking in the 115 degree heat for hours. God. No AC. Three hour drive back home. I don't think we said more than two sentences the whole way back. That is a really bad first date. But you had to know that it was going to be. Like, that's. You cannot, that's not a good first date move. Yeah. Listen, if you literally don't like hiking and someone wants to do hiking as a first date, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? You're not going to enjoy yourself. Mm -mm. Don't pretend to like things. It's just going to backfire in the end. And also being stuck in a car with someone for three hours in general is like, you got to like that person. Oh, amen. Like you got to have stuff that you know that you can talk about. Like it's because small talk is one of my biggest fears anyway. Oh yeah. I don't want to be stuck in a car for three hours with someone that I'm having a small talk with. I don't want to be stuck in an elevator for three minutes. Exactly. Push that close elevator button. Uh, Exactly. Close, 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 close. close. Yeah. They're like, hey. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was pushing the wrong button. Um, That's never happened to me. So that scenario was completely entirely made up <laughs> you saw it on tv once. yeah i saw that on tv all right so my story <clears throat> we were going to meet up at a restaurant on an 
like an old school blind date type of thing. We were set up by mutual friends, so I already trusted the situation. <laughs> Bitch, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He texts and says he wants to get drinks before at a bar across the street. I'm not really a drinker, but I was like, sure. I meet up with him at the bar and he's cute. Not really my quote type, but let's give it a try. At the bar, he starts off really nice and chill. Then he starts making all these comments that at first I was like, well, I clearly didn't hear that correctly. Stuff like, you're cute, but not the cutest girl I've ever been out Why? with. Why? Uh, what in the pickup artist shit is that? Like, it's fucking negging. Like, uh, you're cute, but I've seen cuter. Oh, my wait, God. Then, why? Why bring it up at all? I, the, I would leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're done here. I'm like, okay, either he can't hold his alcohol or he's just awkward or something. At the restaurant, he's super rude to the staff. Complains. I know. Already, we're now, all like, now oh. I left. Yeah, yeah. Now we're already gone. All of us are like, oh, I'm sorry. That's where this story ended. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really rude to the staff and complains about everything in a really obnoxious, sarcastic way. Oh, good. You're finally at the table. It only took 20 minutes. <gasps> Good. Oh. <laughs> no, that's so triggering. I, I actually should. I almost put a trigger warning aboard this day. I was like, you guys are going to fucking hate wow. this. This isn't even like a haha funny. How this is going to be people- like a you're pissed. <clears throat> he tells them my intro or he tells them my entree was way overpriced and makes this surprise expression when I order. I tried desperately to say sorry to the staff with my eyes. He makes a whispering comment to me about our server's chest. <gasps> To me on oh our date. God. Oh my god. No. Is this guy like is this punked? Like I, honestly. For real? Like this seriously, I'd be like, am I fucking punked? Where the fuck is Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> Bring him out right now. I know. The conversation turns to an interrogation. How long were you with your last boyfriend? How did you break up? Oh my god. Have you ever cheated? Oh. Do you see a lot of guys? All the while, he's still saying things like, yeah, you are really pretty, but I've dated lots of pretty girls. <gasps> oh, my God. Dinner is over and I want to go. We are standing outside and he leans in to kiss. Uh-uh. I know. So I turn to a, in, into an awkward hug and he says, wow, really? Really loud. So people are staring. The best part, I'm walking to my car and he texts me that he's going to a strip club because I teased him all night. He invites me to come with him. <laughs> I decline. Your friends don't like you. Okay? Wow. I'm going to go on the record and say your friends Dude, do not fucking like you. Ser- can you imagine? No. Like, if I came in and I told you that date and I'd be like, oh, yeah. And, you know, so and so in our friend group set me up with them. You would be just, like, I'm calling them. I'm putting them on speaker <laughs> yeah, in the middle I'm, of the table. Like, yeah. what the fuck? What Listen, the fuck was do that? Do you not like Do you Christina? not like Christina? <laughs> the thing is, too, is that this is, again, we got to stop setting people up just because we know single people doesn't mean they no, should be together. I, I do feel like people in relationships are just like, I know this single person and yes. this single person. You don't really know them. And, and even if you do know them, it's just like, just because two people are single in the same vicinity yes. does not mean that they're compatible. Right. It's like, you don't it's have not, to force people together. I mean, like, we're talking about everybody except for us. So if we ever have any. If we do. I mean, we, <laughs> but we're experts. We're, we're, better. <laughs> we're better. We've had a podcast for five years. Oh, that no. makes us professional. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. uh, okay. <clears throat> this one starts out. We went to get breakfast. I met him online and turned out he knew a couple of my friends in person. So I figured I'd give him a chance. 
Wow. As I was walking up to him standing outside of Quora's, I noticed that he wasn't the best dressed or the best looking guy on the planet, but I'm not shallow. What's the <laughs> moral of this story is like, what? Get better friends? Get better friends. Yes. Get better friends. <laughs> At least the their title. friends didn't hook them up. They met online and just happened to have like friends in common. So, yeah. okay. But it does put your guard down, right? Like, yes, oh, course. you know, people I know, yes. or I was set up by people we know. I think common. Tinder even does that where like tell you, like you have mutual friends on Facebook. Oh, like if it, that's cool because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you can kind of look and be like, are they only friends with shitty people on Facebook or true, are they true. friends with people I like? Yeah. <laughs> and are they actual friends or just they met books. somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. They met at a bar and met Keegan. <laughs> exactly. And I put, <laughs> put, put your Facebook in. <laughs> Gave them my phone. The number of times I've done that. Oh yeah, like, I know. Here, uh-huh. Put your phone number. In. I went in expecting a chill conversation over some good food. He started off by ordering a raspberry crepe to which I jokingly responded. Oh, I don't like raspberries. He looked back at at me laughing and said, what? I love them. I eat them all the time. So while we're waiting for the food to arrive, he says to me, wow, you're even more intimidatingly hot in person with this really creepy expression. I just laughed it off and said, thanks. (laughs) When the breakfast arrived, I guess he'd forgotten that he was allergic to raspberries. (laughs) The raspberries that he snacks on so often (laughs) and started burping and passing gas really loudly. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) What? Ripping How do you forget? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And also I didn't know that that was a common allergic reaction. Oh, what? Just farting really loud. And just gas buildup? Gas buildup. Yeah, I mean, that's a kind of like, I always associate that with like dairy or whatever, yeah, like that bloating true. and stuff that's like true. that. So maybe it's something yeah. that like oh, your Jesus. stomach doesn't react to and yeah. then builds yeah. up gas and then you're just, I, wow. I, listen, I would be like, all right, let's, can we get the bill? <laughs> I think you should go home and take care of that. I, I'm done. Would you, I'd be so uncomfortable. Would you, you wouldn't even bring it up. I would never bring it up. My ass would be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep my face from telling everything but he's ripping ass in in a denim face the way, okay so yeah, here, here's you. where i am i'm in the bathroom texting one of you fuckers like, <laughs> oh my god what the fuck oh, I'm, like, I'm on a date with a rudy tootie fresh and fruity <laughs> <laughs> it smells like raspberries oh disgusting uh, that's honestly the best case scenario is uh, at least smelled like raspberries <laughs> We immediately oh, became God. the center of attention. Oh, I'm sure. And loud enough for everybody in the restaurant. <gasps> oh, Do you know, you're. I was in. A, <laughs> <laughs> if I was in the next booth over, can you fucking no. imagine? I would be appalled. Can I go home. Appalled. We're leaving. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> yes. Your face. I can just see your face as someone next to you was just ripping ass no. in a booth at a no, restaurant. You'd be like. No. Oh my god! Oh, my reminds god. me of when we were in New Orleans and that lady took her shoes off in the really fucking nice, <laughs> nice ass restaurant, restaurant and put them put her fucking bare Shut ass feet on another chair. On her, yeah, well she like put them underneath her on her chair and then she, I was like, what the fuck we is are she in doing? Public? Yeah, I like a four star like restaurant. Yeah, I just there's a code of conduct. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> she says even then. I didn't judge. Oh, <laughs> I did. I did. I am judging. I told him I understand and he can take his time in the bathroom and take some medication. <laughs> 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 medi- medication on him. Anyway, <clears throat> 
while he was gone, I tried to eat my breakfast as quick as I could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shoveling that shit in. You know, I, I just had this moment of remembering. <laughs> How could you eat around I that? I couldn't eat around a cloud of, of fart. I just have a Linus <laughs> sensation. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like poop particles. Yeah. No, the first time Eric came over, he said he knew I was the one that he wanted to be with because he opened the medicine cabinet and saw how much gas <laughs> medicine <laughs> Like, yes, just like Bino and all no, shit, kinds of shit. And he was like, "That's the one for me." Oh my god, that's my wife. Oh my god, it's it's my wife. <laughs> it reminds me of the TikTok where he's like, "Is that your man? <laughs> you would call that? Yeah, I, I'm he, sticking by him. He, he's mine. Look at he's him. Look mine. at the screen. That's, that's, that's yours. That's yours. That's mine. Yeah. So what? What he felt when he looked into the medicine cabinet, saw that's like mine. my variations of different probiotics and gut health shit i mean it is important to take care of your gut health yeah it is (laughs) Uh, while he was gone i tried to eat my breakfast as quick as i could but when he came back we got back to talking how i would have cut this date out while he was in the bathroom i would have been like can i get a to go and the check check, please please. yeah (laughs) wrap it up finally however when it was time to leave i was relieved and couldn't wait to go home and take my mind off of my terrible dating life but as soon as he got up to put his coat on he had the biggest fucking boner sticking out (gasps) of his pants why 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 how what turned you on sir this is an i have (laughs) denny's please no and i guess he didn't notice uh, you, know, you know, you know, you know, you put it there. That doesn't just get up there all by itself. That's not how, that's not, not no, no. Oh God. That's creepy. That's like fucking predatory behavior shit right there. That's yes, she says, I guess he didn't notice that he when he that. asked me for a hug goodbye. Yes, yeah. yes he did. Yes, of course he did. He of did. course he did. I wanted to jump out the window head first. into your pants, sir. Oh my God. Also, just why are you hard? Why are, what? What about this day? I don't understand. Like, how did this happen? Wait, do you have your shirt tucked in? The picture oh. your shirt is tucked in behind your penis <laughs> head. You see. I fucking what the fuck? A dickhead. I fucking fuck Just you. Just peekaboo off the top no. of the oh, no. top of the pants. Peekaboo I- is now the <laughs> name of this fucking episode. I am so mad right so now. So gross. The number of times. Oh, also, I could God. be like I could uh, not be less turned on. Like no, you, no. you just We're farted just had through our day breakfast that you farted through. <laughs> no Ooh. one is interested in seeing your pork sword, sir. No, like, like, absolutely oh, not. I hate this. Oh, this is the worst nightmare. fucking story I've ever heard. <laughs> I am so disturbed. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I hate it. We just need to take five, and we'll come oh. back with the tainted love. Yeah, Woof. and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new one that I had not heard of before. I'm hopeful that you guys haven't either. Okay. Um, it's not very long, but um, unexpected. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Unexpected, like that last yeah. date that Keegan just told us. <laughs> I know. So sorry, Cassie's so I'm mad. Peekaboo. <laughs> Uh, Cheryl and John Trover were married couple. They're like in their thirties living in an isolated coal town of Gillette, Wyoming. Okay. Oh my God. My sister lived there. Really? Yeah. Oh, is that where the razors come from or is Gillette from somebody's last name? I think it's from somebody's last name. Yeah. 
John worked as an accountant for the mines. Cheryl was a popular math teacher for high school, and they'd been happily married for 14 years. Did you so, say popular math teacher? Yeah. Already, this is a false story. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Fake <Well>. news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, we all know the English teachers are the ones who are popular. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. But they uh, had John's <laughs> oldest daughter from his previous marriage. And then they had two kids together, aged 10 and 13. Friends were amazed at their relationship, noting that John would still like flirt and like rub Cheryl's back in public. They were very affectionate with each other. I feel like the bar's so low. Mm. Yeah. Don't you? Like where it's yeah. just like mm. whenever they're like, wow. They've been married for 14 years and he still touches her back occasionally. <laughs> wow. You're like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were, uh, everyone was like, yeah, they used to go out and have fun. So they would do a lot of things like weekly, like either Friday or Saturday night, go out to, you know, bars and stuff like that with their friends. And everyone's like, they were great together. Cheryl was lean and muscular with long, dark hair and lifted weights frequently at a gym. She would also play racquetball with her husband. So, I mean, she was keeping it toy, mm -hmm. keeping it toy. And that's why she was a popular math yeah, teacher. Yeah, there, <laughs> it yeah. there it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah and she's younger, yeah, like in her, exactly right. in her thirties. What'd she so teach? She taught like middle school or high school? Cause high school. that's why she, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 that's yeah. why she was a popular yeah, math right. teacher. Stop it right now. There we go. <laughs> And John was described as like a kind, family loving man. He was just, he was really down to earth, super kind. Yeah. <laughs> they even lived across the street from another couple, John and Susan Riley. John was the principal at the school and they would attend like Christmas parties mm. together and they had keys <laughs> to each other's home. Uh -huh. Of course they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they bang, keys. bang, 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 bang. So on December 4th, 1998, Cheryl and John went out to a sports bar with friends for a fun Friday night. Things mm -hmm. had been weird, though, for a couple of months as John had started receiving threatening calls oh. at his work. So the mines were going to be doing a lot of layoffs. And so someone started calling him like a few months prior, like, you're going to be sorry. Like someone's going to have to pay for these layoffs. And he's like, I'm the fucking accountant. This is yeah, so this weird. Is like not, I have nothing yeah. to do with this. Also, but I thought you were talking about the principal for a second. And I was like, what the fuck's he got yeah. to do? Oh with yeah. Cause yeah. they're both so named John. John. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> wait a second. What John, principal John Trover. I'm going to call John the okay. principal. I'm going to call Riley if he comes up again. Okay. okay. So that way okay. you can keep him. So yeah, John's getting these, these calls. He's like, He's still like an accountant. He's not yeah. HR. He's not handling layoffs. He doesn't own this place. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's not, not the CEO Mr. Mine. of Mine. Uh, yes, yeah. Mr. Mine. <laughs> Mr. Mine. So he's like, this is just really strange. But then Cheryl's also is like, there's this guy that's wandering around our neighborhood and he's wearing coveralls and wire rim glasses and cowboy boots. And he's just like, I've never seen him in our neighborhood before. And he's been hanging around our house. And in fact, like other neighbors start calling the cops saying like, there's weird people in our neighborhood. Like Cheryl has told us that she's seen this, this person. And now we're, we're seeing somebody that we don't think belongs in the neighborhood. And there's, you know, a little bit of like, uh, that person had dark skin. Oh, kind of thing. there you go. So, there it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, people are a little bit on on alert, but they're like, we're still going to go out for a Friday night. So the next morning, around 530 a.m., 
a passing motorist noticed a truck on fire in a field in the southern outskirts of town. They quickly ex- extinguished the blaze with a fire extinguisher, which I'm like, who's a fire extinguisher in the back of their car? I People live in the country. Thinking ahead. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Makes me feel like I should have one. I'm like, in case of emergency. Yeah. I feel like my mom would have one. That's the kind of preparedness my mom yeah. carries with her. <laughs> like in a person. <laughs> fire extinguisher. Yeah, I got, I got, one. I got that. <laughs> and as police arrived on the sheet. On the scene, Cheryl emerged from like a drainage culvert naked. What? Wait. <laughs> that was a hell of a Friday. She's like screaming. She's covered in dirt. She's obviously injured. She told police an intruder had entered the house after they had come home the night before, had killed John and tied up their children, then abducted and sexually assaulted her. Okay. This quote unquote dark skinned intruder was the same man she had seen previously around their house and he had tortured her by burning her back with the cigar. Police immediately leap into action to try to find this intruder. Nothing like this had ever happened in this small town. There's only like 17,000 people that right. live there. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everyone and everyone works for the mines. Yeah, the fact so that like, I knew somebody lived there. Yeah. Exactly. It's wild. It's, it's so like, they're like, okay, the, this is not happening. Not in our town. So they're on the case immediately. They go to the house and there they do find the children tied up. The, the children are tied up in one bed with their hands tied to the, the headboard and then like duct tape around their ankles. And they found John dead in the basement. He had been shot in the back, but that wound was superficial. He had died from stab wounds from his own six inch hunting knife. Hmm. Cheryl, meanwhile, is in the hospital where a sexual assault test proved inconclusive and doctors were confused by her other superficial injuries as they appeared to them to be self-inflicted a cigar burn on her back yeah exactly so she gets released and then goes to a friend's ranch west of town which is also like wouldn't you go to be with your children yeah Yeah. they've just gone through like an incredibly traumatic ordeal anyways meanwhile small town gossip is immediately Mm -hmm. calls 911 Mm -hmm. and spills some tea They think they've heard word on the street is Cheryl may be having an affair with the principal, John Riley. I saw that coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since John had divorced Susan like years previously, John still stayed close with the family. They still had each other's house keys and John would often spend Christmas dinners with the Trovers. So they searched the Trover house and found how to books on murder in the home. I'm sorry. And they talked to the kids. Yeah. Wait, (laughs) how to books on murder. Just like murder for dummies. Murder for dummies. Yeah, exactly. It was like the yellow cover. (laughs) (laughs) Like a knife on it. Like I, I don't, Okay. Yeah. I, I, are these self-published books? Like, where yeah. do they get these books? I don't think that you can just go to Barnes & Noble. There's yeah. not a section for that. It's not like Home Improvement. Yeah, okay. you would hope so. But home yeah. The, um, the it's other in thing, the Home Improvement <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah. The Improve other thing that immediately becomes like, okay, something's really fucked up here, is they untie the kids and they ask where their mom is. And they're like, you know, can you describe like who did this? And they're like, Mom, 
No. Come on, dum dum. Try a little harder, Cheryl. <laughs> Come on, dum dum. What they were, were like, you fucking thinking? Mom, mom was in a ski mask, and we <gasps> thought she was playing a game. Oh no! How old are these kids? Are Ten they, and thirteen. They are so me. did Cheryl think that? She thinks they're stupid. <laughs> she thinks her kids are stupid. She was like, "These dum dums will never know. They're, they won't know it's I, me just, with just a ski mask on." But they were like, "Yeah, it was mom. We thought she was playing a game. A game." Thir- also, wait, maybe they are dum dums. And they 10, left thirteen. You could and left <laughs> left them there all night, all night. So, wow, wow. Police decide. Okay, this is a lot. Um, <laughs> I need a minute. So, okay, they they go decide to just go across the street to Riley's house. And that's where they found the gun that was used in John's attack. Oh, now when they spoke oh. to Riley, he's like, I just got in from out of town. I was at an out of, out of town conference thing mm-hmm. for principal people mm-hmm. and principal conference <laughs> for, yeah. for principals. And yeah, no, I, I have been having an affair with, with yeah. Cheryl I'll just come right for out four, with that. four yeah. years. I'm completely in love with her. Four years. Wow. And he's like, yeah, Cheryl, I've been trying to get her to get a divorce, but she's terrified of getting divorced because she's terrified that she'll lose custody of her children. So I'm like the same the children that she, she just tied up, up right, and wearing. left all night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he had told Cheryl he would be out of town this particular weekend months earlier and had no idea about anything that was going on. Police. It was not difficult for them to put the pieces together after that to do the timeline of it. Friday night, they go out, right? Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. is when she's found. And it's later on that afternoon that they are at the Trover house and everything like that. And then that's Sunday when they go over to the Riley house. Mm -hmm. So right before they're like, okay, that's great. Can you come down to the station and we'll make it official and you sign it? He's like, cool. May I have a phone call first? Hmm. He, they let him call Cheryl mm-hmm. and they recorded that conversation. He's sure. like, what the hell did you do? Like what, what's going what's on? Going the on? police are here. They want to know about this gun. Like that sort of thing. She's like, mm-hmm, and hangs up. It's always amazing to me when people are like, I'm so scared of divorce and I'm so scared of losing my kids in a divorce, but they're not scared to shoot of somebody and stab and them or to go to prison. And like, it, yeah, I mean, and like d- concoct this really elaborate scheme. Like, w- wouldn't that be way more terrifying? <laughs> yeah. I would think so. Yeah. So police actually believed Cheryl had been planning this murder for about six months when she learned her lover would be out of town, giving her access to this gun. So she starts making the threatening phone calls, planting the intruder seed into the minds of her neighbors. Cheryl was then able to use her key to get into Riley's house and steal his gun. After they returned home and John was getting undressed and ready for bed, she put on a ski mask and tied up their children, then returned to shoot him in the back while he turned away from her in his underwear. However, she loaded the wrong bullets into it, putting 22s in and causing a misfire that only wounded him. So then they had to have an epic fight through the house where she finally found the knife to stab him repeatedly to kill him. Wow. That's awful. Wow. She then drove off in the truck where she lit the fire and hid in the woods, burning herself to help prove her story. So police 
wanted Riley to come in and sign the statement and he made that phone call. So after calmly hanging up the phone at her friend's house, she asked her friend, she's like, I just really need a half an hour to myself if that's okay. And her friend's like, yeah, absolutely. You've just been through this traumatic thing, of exactly. course. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I'm really, you know, she goes upstairs, goes to the master bedroom, is able to find a rifle there, Stop. locks herself in the bathroom no. and kills herself. <gasps> and what? so, yeah, that I tried to These find poor kids. Exactly. <gasps> These poor fucking it's kids. the children because the children lost their father. And then now, yeah, I tried to find um, information about, you know, how, how the kids are today. Like if the rest of their oh family stepped up, but God. the town is so stunned by this because it's definitely not the image that they portray. Like everyone yeah, was like, this was a young popular couple that are, wow. was in love and then this whole thing happened and so this small town is still shaken by the by this case to this Holy day but and it all happened within a weekend because it was sunday afternoon that so, she but the other killed John herself dead, uh, had, nothing, had nothing to do with it yeah with he it. did end up putting in his resignation that following tuesday yeah admitting to the affair and how inappropriate it was and resigned from his position but that is the wow. terrifying story of like nobody saw it coming. And it's kind of what we've been talking about too wow. these days where it's like, you know, we make fun of your friends setting somebody up with them. Yeah. It's like, you never really know what's going on with Oof. somebody at all. And like, Truly. Well, he something... had no idea about his, his wife's affair or any of that. Well, there's something Four really years. wrong with her that like she, I mean, people like this just in general, because I'm just like, you were so scared of this one thing, but in the end, like just when, you know, you shot yourself, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Like when you look at it, like it makes no sense at all. Like you lost everything. Yeah. 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 You're willing to take a path where you would lose everything instead of just like choosing just to to get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's It's so scary to me. Like, I don't know. The lengths people will go to avoid pain just are sometimes yeah. so nonsensical yeah. and more painful. And, and and way more painful. more painful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Oof. wild. Yeah. I feel so bad for those kids, man. Oh, yeah. No. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. I Oof. happened to catch that case on a particularly awful uh, series called Red Rum that oh. is on Discovery Plus. Oh, Lord. It's one of those like investigations. Oh my God. The reenactments in this one are the worst you've ever seen. The absolute worst. But I was like, Oh, the story, the story are almost never good. I'm like, why are we still doing that? We got to stop. Yeah. Well, we got to stop. Ooh, we, what are you guys watching this week? Um, Chris and I watched murder mystery two last night. Oh, the the Adam Adam Sandler. And yeah, I like them together. They're fun. I do too. In fact, funny enough, the other day, um, before I had you guys over to do the clothing swap, Mm -hmm. I just like, I'd clean the whole house and I was like, I just kind of want to put something like light and mindless on. So I put on, um, just go with it. I forgot how fucking funny and cute that movie is. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen it, but I I like them together. They're cute. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I started season two of Yellow Jackets. <gasps> yeah, I did too. Yeah. Shit is getting weird, man. Yeah. I, like I watched uh, the first two episodes because um, oh, I only saw the first one. <laughs> shit. It's going off the rails. Oh, I mean, wow. the, the way the first episode ended, you're like, 
Yeah. 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 You know, it's going to go off the rails. Oh no. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I, but I love it. You know, yeah. I love that shit. I, I also watched, um, I also watched a documentary on BBC and I don't know why I didn't know this, but it, it's not surprising. It's like called like Ron Jeremy, the rise and fall of oh. a porn star or something Oof. like that about his sexual yeah. assault and rape allegations. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't know that that was happening. It was, it happened like right at the beginning of the pandemic and I, yeah, I kind of um, muddled over. Yeah, I, I just, my brain was not um, taking that in at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I guess I'm not really aware of that stuff. I kind of I kind of remember hearing like some... It's bad. Yeah, oh, is it? Oh, it's bad. Oh, shit. It's not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a real bummer. It's a two-part Oof. documentary series, so... Oh, But yeah, yeah, he's trash. I mean, it's it's a really good conversation, though, about like the way that we treat sex workers and how like mm. people are just like so many of them oh, were like, well, what legalized. was I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. Like I, what I wasn't going to go forward with rape allegations cause I was a porn star and like nobody Oof. was going to fucking believe me anyway. And oh, like, wow. mm. yeah, I, um, Oh man, I just had it. Oh, uh, so I watched this documentary on Peacock and I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it was, it was about Rodney Bingenheimer Sounds familiar. Who's that? He uh, oh, it's called Mayor of Sunset Strip. Is the name oh. of the documentary. Um, he was a DJ for K Rock here in oh. LA for like forever. He came here as like a homeless teen. What? And was able to just become like best friends with Sonny and Cher. Wow. And like what? with Keith Richards and Brilliant. the Beatles. I and read like, his memoir and everything. But he still lives like it's a very interesting but weird documentary because he seems like a very sad private person almost recluse now yeah he lives in like what looks to be a rent controlled one bedroom apartment in west hollywood california like very much like and it's just covered wall to ceiling with like memorabilia and everything like that he's like I'm going to make this bitch a Chili's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. TGI Friday's up in here. But it's it's astounding that somebody that shaped so much of what became popular culture, in yeah. music um, isn't rich and famous. Like, yeah. he's, he was just a DJ or yeah. whatever. But he's hmm. so instrumental at, at launching a lot of these bands. He launched No Doubt. Hmm. He launched Coldplay. He was just the so first, adjacent. first person to play Coldplay over here. He was like, yeah. just hmm. shaped so much of our music stuff. And hmm. yeah, so. It's weird how that shakes out sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Fame yeah. adjacent. Pretty much, yeah. But very, very interesting documentary and very well done. So Mayor of Sunset Strip on Peacock. Nice. I would definitely recommend. Cool. Awesome. Well, if you guys have something that we should watch, if you have a terrible date story about raspberry crepes, oh, <laughs> oh god, and, um, still, still and <laughs> go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com, and we love you so much. Cheers. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media podcast.